Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space. Um, we talk to lots of athletes. We talk to entrepreneurs, CEOs, scientists at times, just lots of people that have things that we can hear a little bit about their journey and what they're doing and hopefully take away some of those things that we can apply to our own lives as well. Um, and uh, so I have one of those guests today. Um, really excited about kind of jumping into this one. Just before we do that, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that uh, that we have a relationship with Third Z. Um, and if you don't know what Third Z is, it's basically they create natural products that help athletes and high performers get better quality rest and recovery from physical and, and mental stress, some of those things as well. And their PM recovery collagen uh, is melatonin-free, sedative-free, all of those things that uh, help you get a good rest, um, but also support joint and muscle repair as well. And you know, it helps you get through your busiest days and toughest workouts. So um, go check them out. It's at Third Z, and that's T-H-I-R-D-Z or Z-Y.com. And use the code B-I-B-M-20 and you can save 20% today too. So uh, definitely check that out and see if it's something you want to, uh, want to try. Um, so today, really excited. We have uh, Ashley Giroux with us today. She's a CrossFit athlete and a coach and uh, recently competed in the game semifinals. So hopefully we'll talk a little bit about that today. Um, she's also the star of the movie Strong Enough uh, about the personal and physical story of an athlete that's looking to tackle some challenge, uh, um, breaking some records in, in their sport, um, but so much more than that. Um, and the movie was also executive produced by one of our previous guests, Brooke Entz, as well. So uh, so that's kind of uh, a cool tie-in. So um, so thank you, Ashley, for taking the time. I know we're kind of talking at a, at a lunch hour here, so you could fit some time in. So I appreciate that. But uh, maybe I'll first ask, um, what was your experience? I mean, you you were doing the semis recently, which is a, a big kind of step and everything, too. How did that uh, go for you? And, um, you know, maybe we'll start from there. Yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. It was really nice because it was kind of a pleasant surprise. So it was just, you know, go in with zero expectations, yeah. meet as many people as you can and and yeah, yeah, have fun was kind of the guiding message there. Yeah. It was so, so cool. Very cool. And uh, and I think that's that's your best result so far, right? At, uh, to get to the semis and, and be able to do pretty well in the semis as well, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah this was my third open. So I was yeah. I was stoked. Yeah. And actually, because you've you've obviously probably got some notoriety because of the movie and everything in that in that group as well. Was was that a little bit different knowing that, you know, you'd go to that maybe the, for the first time, but people actually probably know who you are and everything that maybe you didn't have that in, in the past? Um, to be honest, I really didn't get <laughs> that sense at all <laughs> at, at my finals. Um, I mean, you know, most of the people there, if they're not athletes, they're friends and family of athletes. And yeah. a lot of the girls, that's their full-time job. So they're very like yeah. eyes forward, get it done, that kind of thing. And uh, the movie, you know, was, was 
I guess what I'd consider an, an indie film. So it huh. was, it wasn't super, super popular among, among the general population, I guess. So no, not really. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and you will find, I, I think it's funny because we've had a couple of CrossFit athletes on talking about what they're like when they're actually in competition and they just talk about, you know, there's, you know, normally I'm, uh, uh, it's funny, Tia Toomey said that normally I'm a very bubbly kind of, you know, extroverted person. When I'm there, I'm just all focused on what I'm doing at that point in time. And I, I don't have time to kind of have that interaction and stuff too. So, so that's part of that as well. Um, so maybe we will talk a bit about kind of that, that movie experience for you, because um, from my understanding too, is that, um, you know, you were, you were asked to do it and you didn't know for sure if it was even kind of a real thing. And um, so just tell us a bit about kind of how that opportunity came up and, and what it was like. Yeah. Um, I guess it all started with a, an Instagram direct message from John Foss, the, the director asking if I would be interested in a movie, which you know, when you get something like that in your message yeah. request, you're kind of like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I ignored it for a couple of days before he messaged me again. Um, I guess they had just kind of scrolled the CrossFit leaderboard from 2020, 2021, one of the two. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I was in the top 500 that year or something like that. And then they had criteria from there, you know, U.S. based. Um or like appear, I you know they didn't tell me <laughs> all of the details, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's how they narrowed it down from there. And then they found somebody gullible enough to say yes. So. <laughs> well, and and that's so when when you did say yes, I mean one of the things is that it you you hadn't done in much or any acting before, am I right? Like this was kind of your first. No. <laughs> okay, so none. So how did you uh, how did you get to where you had some comfort level around that when it's something you hadn't uh, hadn't even experienced before? Um. So John John Foss and and the whole production team were so so great. He sent me you know a bunch of materials on studying. There was a course that Natalie Portman had run um, that had a quite a few videos and modules that I studied for a while. John and I sat down for like half a day, a whole day maybe, and just watched clips from movies like um, The Wrestler with Mickey or Mickey Rourke. Is that right? And Creed with uh, uh, Jordan Peterson. Jordan, Jordan, did yeah, it's not Jordan Peterson. Uh, <laughs> I know who you mean. Can you I, tell yeah, of course. I know. No, that's and I should know that right off the top of my head too. And I, I can't recall it for some reason. Right. I could uh, be Jordan. Yes, that there is. you go. Okay. Yes. We were gonna get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was just a lot of studying. Um, I think it helped that he was okay with me just like paraphrasing some of the lines so they felt more comfortable coming out of my mouth. Um, So yeah, I was, it was a lot of that. Everybody was patient. It helped that it was a really small crew and we filmed in a real CrossFit gym. The extras were real CrossFitters. So it felt more like, you know, my kind of environment anyway. Yeah. 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 I guess that's the one thing that would be, would be interesting is, is you were actually doing like the, the whole movie for those people who haven't seen it is you're actually doing kind of workouts that are CrossFit related. So when you're in there in a CrossFit gym, it probably felt a lot more comfortable feeling like maybe you were just doing a, a timed event and things like that, that you normally would do when you're in there anyway. Is that, is that accurate? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We even got the the whole crew to do a, a little CrossFit circuit with us. Oh, really? <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Um, 
was it um was it intimidating because like were there um you know it, yeah like cause it's 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 got to be strange when suddenly you're in there and there's cameras and there's all that stuff as well was did you find it intimidating oh yeah absolutely and there were you know quite a few actors there that were you know had quite a bit of experience Demetrius Gross who played Shane was one of them uh, Noah Kirshnick's got quite a bit of experience it was Jake Storman uh it's got a regular show on the CW so it was it was really intimidating um yeah. but they were I think they were all super patient um when I was freaking out because I didn't know what I was doing or, or how to change what I was doing uh they were great like voices of reason to help me kind of figure out you know how to resolve that how to take it in the right direction yeah. um so it was it was terrifying but good company kind of superseded all that yeah yeah and and the movie has a lot of um a lot of basis on resilience and, uh, um, you know, and both whether it's personal or physical resilience in that movie. Um, did Have you found, because playing that is different, like somebody watching it actually probably takes a lot of inspiration away from the movie to watch it. But as the person who had to go through that and everything, is that something that, did it translate to your own kind of performance and stuff outside of, you know, the movie? Or is it just something that I did my job and it's created a nice piece of art that does that? No, I think oh, that's such a good question because it it absolutely did. So, and analogous to CrossFit, you know, you're putting in this work day in day out. You're working out, but you don't really see, especially if you're training by yourself, like I have been. You don't really see the outcome of that. You don't really see it until the end of a competition when the leaderboard is final. The movie was really similar, and because I didn't have a great grasp of, of the production and post-production and everything that happens there, you know, we're, we're doing takes, we're doing something like, you know, 10, 15 takes, which turns out is not a lot <laughs> in the <laughs> film world. And we're watching it after the fact. And I was like, man, I wish I would have done, you know, 10 more takes of that because now I can see what the outcome of that work was. And I just thought, that, you know, we, we thought we were being, you know, tough and resilient at the time, but there's always more work that you can put in. And I, I think that's translated really well to, to training and to semifinals this year is that there's always more you could be doing and not, not you know, not, not like volume or anything like that necessarily, but you could always be smarter. You could always learn more that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I no, I, I think that's interesting because I, I guess the other question would be, and this is maybe with your athletic performance stuff, is that um, how much of it is, um, especially maybe when you get to a semifinals level, like which is really high end kind of athletics happening at that point. Um, how much of it for you is kind of mental performance? Like, do you do much from that end? And and because a lot of people will say there's a certain level where everybody is pretty darn good. And what separates is whether or not you're able to either do very specific things or maybe mentally, whether you're able to, to kind of do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been, so the past couple years I've been training at a, at a gym that's been full of people that just uplift each other and help build one another up. And in the past, I would have let anxiety on how I felt I was supposed to do kind of overshadow what was actually happening at the time. Yeah. Um, but being surrounded by these people, by this community that has, you know, encouraged me regardless of, of performance, regardless of what the leaderboard says, um, that believed I could do it in the first place 
has been such a game changer. So making sure that I'm, you know, actively putting that back into that community, I think is, has been the biggest change, um, the biggest kind of breath of fresh air that's, that's helped that mental performance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people who maybe haven't been exposed to whether it's CrossFit community or those types of fitness facilities, maybe don't understand that there's a, there's a real community attached to that as well. That's maybe a little bit different than going to a, a large style gym where you don't have those kind of same connections with people as, as well. Is And so that's obviously kind of been a, a big help for you over the last little while as well. Yeah, there's a reason they make CrossFit cult jokes. It's because we are so close with our gym. We, you know, we do know each other. It's not just like clients and coaches, athletes and and whatever else. Um, it really is like, especially as an adult, when it gets harder and harder to to make new friends and, and find people that share your interests and values. It really is. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so the other thing that this, uh, that the movie and, and probably bleeds into what you're doing now is, um, is just uh, the uh, kind of having a, a strong female um, lead in that movie is, is pretty cool that, that like there, there aren't as many of those, especially, you know, sports movies that have a strong female lead. So um, maybe I'll, uh, did that play into you taking the role, role at all? But you know, now that it's done is also what's, what's that like knowing that, you know, you, you play that type of role in, in something that maybe isn't out there nearly enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's when you see, I guess, modern media and the presentation of a strong female lead, you know, my mind immediately goes to the Marvel movies, those actresses. I mean, they're, they're beautiful and they're brilliant at what they do and, and everything that goes with that. But have you seen the men compared to the women <laughs> in terms of a build? Um, I, you know, it, it might be like a small tiny subset of, of strong women that are built like me or built more muscularly than, than I am. Um, but that kind of representation I think is so important. I think it, it leads for girls seeing their bodies as what their body can do for them, what they're capable of regardless, regardless of what their body looks like. And I think trying to to represent that has is probably the scariest part of the whole thing you know I've got my own nieces and nephews but they've known me since I was a teenager and had those insecurities myself and yeah. you know still to this day sure. um, but it's a different thing when it's it's a lot more you know global yeah. than, than just my own little bubble well and and um how cool is that knowing that there are, I mean, they may not be your nieces. They may be a whole bunch of other young girls or, or people that have just started this. Cause there is, there is a real movement now of, of young, especially young women that are doing CrossFit. I mean, you look at uh, who's doing really well. A lot of them are actually very young now. Um, and you know, uh, how, how cool is that to know that maybe you're kind of a role model in some of that as well? It, it's cool. It's, intimidating and it can be a lot of pressure but I think as long as you stay true to who you are in that then people can understand that there's variety for what that kind of role model really means it's not one specific like oh okay we saw um Natalie Portman got jacked for Thor right but that's not 
the only definition of what it means to be like a strong female lead or superhero. You know, yeah. there, are, there are multiple facets to that. And I think that's important to keep in mind because the comparison game could easily turn into, oh, she's muscular, but she's lean or, you know, she's got abs or she's got, you know, X, Y, Z. And I, I don't think it needs to be, I think it should be the opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, that would be an interesting question because you're, you're, young um and and you know when you're when 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 you think of that though have you seen because i i've asked other people and and i think people that you'd know um so i would ask any thoris daughter at one time just about like a very similar question have you seen have you seen change first of all in the perception and um and it's it's interesting because she would say well it's different in iceland there is not the same i didn't actually notice until i went to other countries that people looked at me differently um so it is interesting that there's even cultural differences from country to country but um but i wonder like have you seen change in the openness that people have and and the perception or is it is it worse because of like social media and all of those things as well I don't know that it's necessarily better or worse because of social media. I think social media is a magnifying glass for those things. I don't know that it is changing perception so much as magnifying either end of that spectrum. So you've got the extra loud people, you know, complaining and saying it's worse and we've lost femininity. And then you've got people on the other end saying, you know, weakness doesn't benefit anyone. You know, you need to be fit and you've got the, like the OG gym shark models who were, you know, tiny and that was their fitness was, was, you know, glute training it day in and day out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if that. No, that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's an interesting perspective only because you, you do get both sides of it depending on who you talk to and, and uh, how things are changing or not changing. Um, so, you know, one of the other things is, is, um, goal setting. We talked to a lot of people about, you know, and um, interested to know, I mean, obviously the the movie was a good example of just something that probably just jumped, you know, dropped there and, and hey, take the opportunity, of course. But um, do you have very specific kind of goals? Um, I do try and set small goals. Um, they're never hard lined. For example, um, I, I've been wanting to put on some weight. I know that would help with the weights that I lift. But putting on a lot of muscle and putting on mass is something I struggle with. So I think a lot of the times, and especially when I'm working with like nutrition clients, for example, if you set a hard-lined goal, they're going to hit that goal and they're going to say, okay, like now what? But you would rather have them focus on what that goal changes for them, what achieving that benchmark does for them. You know, if your goal is to lose 10 pounds, okay, what can you do? 20 pounds skinnier that you couldn't do before or what's, yeah. what's changed that. Um, so all that being said, I'd like to get back to semifinals next year as, as specific as a goal I've got. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, as long as I'll keep doing it as long as I enjoy the sport. And if, and if any of my goals ever, you know, put a damper on that, then they'll have to change. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that's a healthy way of looking at it. Um, uh, how about mentors? Like uh, uh, whether this is in kind of your, you know, your, your field of expertise or outside of that, um, you know, who, uh, who do you look up to? Do you have people that have helped you as you've kind of went through this path? 
Yeah, of course. Um, I am so lucky to be a part of a gym that has a lot of strong, impressive women. Uh, Sam Briggs being one of them, she's been a, a huge mentor for me since I joined the gym almost three years ago. I kind of invited myself to her her small training group, and she's put up with me since then. Um, you know, the owner there, Melissa Jambrone. Laura Francini, they're awesome. Maggie Perrin's another crazy athlete who is, you know, semifinal level. Um, Marie Cotter, just just strong, badass women. You know, they say you are the sum of your five closest friends or the people that you surround yourself with. Um, so I, I try and, and hang out with that group as much as I can. Yeah, why not, right? If you've if you've got the access to those people, that's fantastic. And uh, and uh, along with that a little bit too is that obviously you spend a lot of time, I'm sure, in the gym because it is your kind of social connection as well as all those other things. But um, but how how do you? I mean, again, you know, I don't want to keep saying you're young, but you're young enough that I'm sure you have you know <laughs> want to have a social life. You want to do all those things and everything else that you want to kind of you know do in life. Um, how do you try to balance those things when, when I know like training at certain times is probably pretty heavy for somebody that's trying to do it at that level. So, so how do you try to, to manage that process? Um, I think you have to be very specific with how you plan out your week. I am a pretty introverted person. So my social media gets full pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so so seeing those people and, and taking the time to warm up or stretch with a buddy to take class, you know, whenever I can um, is great. And it helps that, you know, we're kind of in that off season period right now unless you're going to the games. Yeah. Um, so to, to just let loose a little bit. Um, so I, I do work full time. I've got coworkers that are, are very supportive. They help feel fill that social cup. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty blessed in, in that aspect. Yeah. And so you're introverted. How was, how did you feel that was learning how to act and stuff in front of other people? Was that a, cause I, I mean, I could say that, you know, I, I am as well, but I mean, it, I know it can also be different when you're kind of in an environment where it's just, you know, you're comfortable and things like that. Um, but what was it like for you knowing that there's probably a lot of people there that are extroverted for sure. If they're, you know, mm -hmm. actors and do that uh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, every introvert needs their extroverts, right? Yeah. <laughs> All of everybody there was was so nice and it was a very very small casting crew. Um so somebody had asked me a while ago it was like how was it being like why were you so awkward at semifinals but you're okay being in a movie? <laughs> and the movie was so different. It was, you know, one person with a camera and then maybe the director off to the side. And then one or two other actors on set. It was a very small group. The character I'm playing is not, you know, super extroverted in, in her mannerisms and her expressions. Yeah. Um, so there was never any need to feel like I had to force that aspect of my personality out. Yeah. You know, semifinals is, is tens of hundreds of people around you with a bunch of cameras they're yeah. in your face while you're trying to sweat and work out there's a big screen and you can see how stupid you look on it it was just it was a very different feeling so how uh how close is the character to you like are you uh, do you find are you very different <laughs> <laughs> not not very no and that was one of the first things a lot of my siblings my family said was oh my gosh like you didn't do any acting. That's <laughs> Sam is you. Um, 
<laughs> which helped a lot. <laughs> I was telling my older brother about how the director had to get me to stop rolling my eyes so much when, when Sam was meant to be pissed off because that's not what Sam would do. And my brother was like, yeah, I, we've been trying to tell you that for years. <laughs> Thank him for us. <laughs> that I'm sure that really made it much easier when you, you could actually <laughs> get yourself into the role that easy. So that's that's very cool. Is there something that really kind of um, stands out as okay? This is this was the best experience that I've had so far. Um, whether it's whether it's games related or movie experience, is there is there something that stands out that wow, this was just really super cool so far? Um, man, I mean, all the people, the, the people that I've met and interacted with in in the last couple of years in regards to the movie and the and semifinals have just have been incredible. Absolutely every member of, of cast and crew was amazing. I still talk to, to most of the cast. I talked to John at least a couple times a week. Um, you know, how my, all of the friends, you know, I'm from Cincinnati. All of the friends from my gym that flew or drove down to, to cheer me on in Orlando. <laughs> they made t-shirts and <laughs> I guess just the overwhelming amount of of kindness and support from the people around it has been probably the biggest highlight yeah yeah well and and you know you you said you feel blessed so that's that's obviously very lucky that you have people that would be that invested in doing it and everything too so um so you know you had mentioned that when you, uh, um, you know, w when you were offered this role, it was something that, you know, you didn't even know if it was real and all those things. But when it did become real and you realized, oh, this is a, a thing. And but you also have mentioned you'd never acted before. You'd done kind of, you know, this was something probably a little bit out of your comfort zone, um, considering, you know, what what you're like. Um, there's probably tons of people out there who are thinking it, whether it's it, it may not be acting in a movie but it might be starting something new it might be going to the gym the first time i mean in a crossfit gym you will have heard this lots of times there's lots of people that are intimidated to go the first time and things like that so um do you have a couple of tips on you know being somebody that you know was in a position like that and and jumped at the opportunity do you have a couple of thoughts on on what people should think of when they go to do that yeah i mean Every, every opportunity, every new thing that comes your way, you know, isn't something you need to jump at, but life is, life is too short to say no to everything. Um, I think the life is made richer by the experiences and the people that have been involved. And if there's an experience that gets you involved with more people, then it's probably not a bad thing. Um, you know, YOLO's <laughs> so outdated now, but yeah. it's, it's still true. It's, if you can't, if you can't jump now, when can you? Um, so just, yeah, I, I guess that's super generic and no, and, and but it, it probably is the most true for people as well, is that uh, the scariest things sometimes are where you grow the most or you get the most kind of opportunity that comes out the other end of it. So oh, um, yeah, anxiety, fear, new experiences, those are muscles. And if you never yeah. train them, they'll atrophy and you'll find yourself on your couch Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, wishing you were doing what the people on, on Instagram, on TikTok are doing. 
that's that that is the perfect thing right there is that you know you gotta you gotta do you gotta do those things and and flex the muscle no matter how hard it is because you know it's regardless of how much you do so um so uh, actually uh, thank you so much for doing this i mean i really appreciate it and and uh, and being so open with kind of uh you know how uh, how you went through this process and everything as well um if people want to kind of follow what you're doing first of all um what's the what's the best way to do that for them yeah, my only social media is Instagram, and that's at Ash All right. And what we'll do is, as well is we're going to put that in the show notes so that people can click through and, and follow what you're doing as, as you go through this. And and then obviously, uh, we'll we'll do the same thing for the movie so that people can kind of find their way to, to being able to see it. I, I know that uh, it's, a, it's a really cool one to watch. So, um, so definitely, uh, uh, if you haven't been able to see it yet, um, take a look in, in the show notes and get through there and, uh, and definitely watch. And uh, uh, apparently, you'll see exactly what Ash is like in real life by the sounds of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, um, thanks for taking the time. Really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see things go through and see you in the semifinals again this time next year. Fingers crossed. All right. And to everybody else, um, again, uh, if you haven't hit subscribe on the podcast, do that now. We have great people every week, just like Ashley. And, you know, we will talk again soon on Big Idea, Big Move. Hit that subscribe button yet? Go on. You know you want to. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore big moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.